Activate Academy. Today, we're going to be interviewing a young entrepreneur, Muzi Shabalala, who pitched to the Houting Enterprise Propeller and won some nice money for his enterprise. Muzi, how are you? How are you? Uh, hi, the Claire. Hi, Ntlantla. Uh, thank you for having me. All right, uh, I'm all good, and uh, it feels great, man, uh, having won uh, the, the pitch, the pitching booster with GEP. Yeah, and once again, thank you for having me. I hope this will be a lovely, lovely session. Nice. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for, for joining us. So before we get into all the juicy details, Muzi, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. You're an entrepreneur. Um, what areas of work are you busy with? Yeah, give us give us the lowdown. Ooh, cool. Um, <clears throat> so Muzi, from Orlando East, uh, surname Chabalala, and uh, started my entrepreneurial journey back in 20... She's 14. Uh, I was employed with Capital Bank at the time. Uh, I was in collections, the collections department. Um, yeah, so w- with that, uh, I just thought to myself, you know, at, um, having to report to a boss every morning, waking up, sulking and all that. Let me just do things myself. So that's when uh, I actually resigned and start, uh, registered the company. Uh, this being a construction and maintenance company. And uh, yeah, uh, everything has been not, not so good, but hey, uh, it's, the, it's the journey itself. Uh, no one ever said it would be all roses. So yeah, uh, a lot of sleepless nights as well. Blood, sweat and tears uh, in its most literal sense, actually. Uh, so yeah, that's, that, that's on the construction and maintenance side. Um, yeah, I'm still at it. I'm still at it. Though things have been a bit slow, you know, the, the whole COVID-19 lockdown. And yeah, on last uh, two years back, uh, this being 2019, I actually started another venture. This being my excelling business. Uh, it started off mostly as a, a side hustle. Right, and um <laughs> It, it, it's an incredible story, actually. Uh, I started off just selling about 14 trays, that being using about 700 rand from my savings, getting stuck, and to 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 date, uh, I've sold you see more than a thousand or more than 5,000 trays, and a month I'm averaging about four five hundred trays. So yeah, uh, why it's incredible being from from the 14 trades in my community to what i'm selling now with the repeat customers and yeah so uh, i'm enjoying this uh, entrepreneurial journey and yeah thanks to the likes of uh, activate as well who have been in my support uh, my parents family friends yeah so that's me that's me in a nutshell that's awesome. Thanks, Muzia. A true entrepreneur at heart. A true entrepreneur at heart. Nice one. I mean, just before we talk about your journey as an entrepreneur, like for you to transition from being a person who worked full-time to entrepreneurship, how how did you find that journey for you? Like, was it hard? Was it easy? 
and starting off your business, getting financed or financing itself, finance. How, how was that journey for you, the transition and, and, and getting started? Oh, thank you. Jeez, it's been stressful. It's been stressful uh, from actually receiving uh, a paycheck every month uh, yeah. as I was uh, employed permanently with Capitec Bank, previously with MultiChoice. So um, having now to, to depend on um, the money that I would be receiving from my clients, my customers, uh, and of which it's not something that's, a sta- it's not a stable income, right? So the, the, the first year, um, I, w- I was quite ambitious, actually, because um, I had no, I had no savings. I had zero in my account. Um, this was back in 2016 when yeah. I resigned. I had zero in my account. And I, the vision that I had was that uh, I would get... That five thousand five uh, five thousand six thousand a month mm. uh, from the the projects that I would be doing, but hey, reality said uh, you're not going there, you're not getting this. So that was me getting even less than five hundred for about four or five months. Sure, that's in that's in the year 2016. Towards the end of 2016, mm. um, yeah. So 2017. Also, um, things were not looking so good. Um, yeah, but to, to date, um, I would say I, I managed to soldier on and just from not getting that much to actually uh, now getting more than perhaps 15,000 a month. Uh, yeah. This is turnover. Yeah, so it, it hasn't been smooth sailing, but I've soldiered on and yeah. And your experience just raising, raising funds, um, with, with with raising funds. Um, what I believed in was that uh, I don't need a loan. Number right. one, because I, I wouldn't be able to. Number one, pay it back. How would I pay it back? So uh, someone someone told me that the the strategy with regards to raising funds is using the people that you are servicing. Right, so uh, using the customer itself, raise your funds using that customer, um, get the product out there, get your services out there. Those are the people that will fund the business, actually. Wow, yeah, that's such incredible advice, too, Muzi. I mean, I'm sure you gained a bit of insight working from you know at, at Capitec and seeing what people went through with loan repayments. You probably engage with entrepreneurs, um, and I think you know. We've had a lot of chats with other entrepreneurs and Kanta and I being entrepreneurs ourselves, that that barrier of funding and that barrier of accessing funds and raising money and sustaining your business is such a, a key component, you know, to success. It is so yeah, how how were you um how were you able to, you know, get into that? And, and also, so so what introduced you to pitching? What gave you the idea? You know, obviously you started out, you sold to your customers. Um, bring us to that point where, where pitching came in. All right. Um, so on, I'm on social media, uh, this being on Facebook. There's a gentleman by the name of Tabang Baboza, right? Um, he's a social entrepreneur. Uh, I was with him, attended a city year back in t- 2008. 
uh, he he had this partnership with um, GEP, so GEP being Gauteng Enterprise Propeller, uh, where he, he he used to run these, the, the, the sessions, the, the pitching boosters. So he posted on, on social media and um, for interested parties like myself, uh, small businesses, and um, with, with the main prize being 40,000 rand, uh, I thought to myself, this could actually make a difference in my life and in my business. Uh, why not try it out? Right, and um, that's when everything started. In uh, applied, and we were there was a hotel booked for us. Um, this was being this was in Parktown. Uh, it was a two day session, so we had to sleep over, and yeah, just to prepare for for the next day session. This being the the, the pitching itself. So yeah, it was on social media that that got my interest. Have you have you have you ever pitched before before this um, GP pitching session? Uh, that would be a no, no. Um, however, I, I I managed to pitch after that, so I, I was more interested in uh, pitching sessions and. Um, pitching activities with other institutions uh, apart from yeah. GEP. So, yeah, um, that's basically, to answer your question, no. Uh, I had not pitched before the, the GEP pitching booster. Sure. That's incredible, man. So you, this was your first time and you won 50 Gs. <laughs> I mean, 40 No, no. Uh, what I was trying to say was I actually blew my socks off as well. Uh, yeah. Wow. You went big. You went big. That is, yeah. awesome. That's amazing, Lizzie. And what, so, so yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure anyone who's listening is super curious. You went from never having pitched to pitching on a pretty big stage and, and winning a, a huge prize. So how, walk us through that. How did you prepare for that pitch? What was going through your mind and how did you, you know, how did you prepare for that moment? Ooh, uh, okay, so it, it was about 250 participants, right? And um, we were shortlisted, shortlisted to about 30, right? So what had happened first was uh, a full day session. Uh, this was you being us being taught about uh, the the flow itself uh, of of the pitch and. Uh, this was when the business model canvas was actually introduced to me. However, from hindsight now, having having uh, learned on of on the the business model canvas for a day, it was super incredible that uh, I was able to pull it off because uh, that requires a lot of time and a lot of in depth explanations as to how everything should go with a business model canvas. Um, so I had to grasp everything very quickly, right? And um, yeah, so with that, uh, the uh, probably slept about, four, about two hours, right? Uh, busy uh, preparing actually on how to pitch for only one minute, right? So we only had a minute to, to pull everything off. This, this being from what your industry is, what's your background for, to what you need to ask for, the, the amount that you're asking for, and what you would do 
with that amount. Um, so yeah, I had to squeeze everything in within probably 10 hours from learning everything else prior to that. So yeah, it was, it was a hectic, hectic, hectic night for me. Sounds like it. Yeah, crash course, it sounds like in the in the business model canvas. Um, wow. And one minute. Do you think, is that enough time? You know, when you were on that stage and you had 60 seconds literally to, to pitch your idea, to go over the entire business model canvas, which is a great tool for entrepreneurs. Um, if you haven't checked it out, do check it out. Um there's tons online. We've also got a course on the Activate Academy called Turning Your Ideas into Reality, where we work with the business model canvas. And going back to that 60 seconds, Muzi, um, what was that moment like? You know, walk us walk us through that. How did it feel standing on that stage and pitching in one minute? <laughs> Jeez, it was just the scariest thing ever, actually. And I remember having uh not pitched before uh that being my first time standing in front of uh amazing amazing entrepreneurs amazing serial entrepreneurs and those being people who who have made it uh, already um people who are in the ranks of above was tembeguayo and uh those being our judges so yeah, it was very nerve-wracking and however, uh, I managed to stand my ground and just um, told myself, you know what, you can do it. There's nothing to lose. And also coming back to the question, where one minute if that's enough or not, geez, uh, I've had people who, who asked me to pitch for about 30 seconds. So one minute, though it might seem that it's not enough, but in this world, it should be. It should be, you should make it break, right? And uh, I actually hoped for about three minutes. However, um, uh, they said, you know, it's, we, we won't be making it three minutes any longer. So let's make it one minute. And I just had to go with that. And hey, look at me where I am now. <laughs> so much for joining us, Mozi. And as Mtanta said, wishing you all the best in your business. And for those who are listening, if you are curious to learn more about some of the things we've spoken about today, uh, please do check us out at www.activateacademy.org.za. You can register for free online courses and yeah, start growing your ideas. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye, Moz. Bye, everyone. Activate Academy.